time it is. We got a 3.0 in the house. Man, it feels good. We went from Cali to sunny Las Vegas. Yep. Hanging at the Dream Factory with JVD. It's a whole different vibe going down here at the Dream Factory. And we got Hayes Radio Spotlight. And we have a wonderful guest, Valerie Peng. How are you? Good, good. So Valerie is with a high grade supply company. But before we really like talk about high grade supply company, we're going to like take it back, take it back, take it back. Remember the first time you ever smoked cannabis? (laughs) You're going to take it way back right now. Okay. Do you remember the first time you ever smoked? Yeah, I do. It was... um I mean, God, I, I'm really going to say this right now, but I just have to be honest. Um, my dad had a really big harvest when I was about 12 years old, and I snuck in and took a couple buds, and uh-huh. me and my sisters, uh, I was like, we're going to smoke, and we smoked literally uh, in the middle of an orchard at the at our ranch. Okay, that's dope. And do you remember the strain, or were you too young to remember? No, no, no. I remember. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I have a really good. Um, of, some of my first memories with cannabis, it was the aroma of a fresh harvest. Wow, and your first memories, really? Yeah. When I think about cannabis, my first memories are the aromatics for sure. Um, so I, it was Blue Dream. Okay. Yeah, it was Blue Dream, and it was... And Blue Dream is a great strain. That, that's the, the smell that I remember when I... And then also there was another um, another strain as well, which it was... I, I don't want to mess this up, but it was a skunk. Okay. Or, Could have been five. Yeah, skunk five. Stop, really? Yeah. <laughs> what I was talking to you about was one of my favorites yes. of all times. And you didn't, you didn't even you didn't I mean, bring we were in the up. same area. We were in the same we're area. We were in the same area. We were in the same area. That is great. And uh, and your family has been in the industry. Like, there's very few people yeah. that I've interviewed that can say, like, their whole life, they pretty much grew up on a farm. Yeah. Of cultivation, of mm-hmm. bud. We're not talking about cows. <laughs> we're not talking about, you know, animals and, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. We're talking about the wonderful plant. Yeah, we're talking about crops. We're no. talking about crops. Yeah, we're talking about crops. Um, yeah, and I'm genetics and so many stuff like that. And what what was it like ha- having that type of a life? Um, I'm second generation um, in cannabis, and I would say that it has been a huge blessing um, and also very challenging at times. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of the families that kind of were that went through prohibition. Um, A lot of the families um, that went through prohibition um, and that are second generation, like myself, you know, there was a lot of ups and downs with. Oh yeah, because um, they could be arrested. Yeah, <laughs> you could be you know, a lot in of a bad f- position. Yeah. You know, lots of crazy things. You know, happen living and being in that environment. But you also had like so many benefits. Oh yeah, freedoms. Mm-hmm. We talked about technology even a little bit, you know, and how the lack of that is way different than a lot of generations. But 
you even chose to teach your children to enjoy life outside of technology oh, yeah. as well, you know? Yeah, so we were really grounded, I would say, because we were, you know, raised on ranches with big properties and things like that. Um, I think that cannabis, you know, there was a lot of ups and downs in prohibition and anybody that went through it that was in the yeah, industry, a exactly. lot of the children coming out of that, um, we understand that some laws um, are not, I guess, aren't very, aren't healthy for all, you know? So we had a, an understanding sure. about that at a very young age that there was something that we believed in that other people didn't. And then there was laws and things, but there was a transition period. Um, probably for the last, I would say for, you know, last 15 years has been a huge transition from medical to, um, to recreational sure, and now really mainstream and this being a more of a lifestyle. And it's crazy to see in that time span, how different things are, different strains, yeah. different genetics. There wasn't as much oil or waxes, mm -hmm. or all these things that you see now, that's only really been, let's say, the past 15, maybe 20 years. Yeah, there was like this, there was a very um, small group of like hash makers, but there was always like this hash market, um, but the, the real concentrate market, I mean, it just picked up over the last 10 to 15 years. And now, I mean... Our company's working with major labs and we're doing all kinds of cool things. Oh, yeah. Stuff yeah. you would have never thought mm -hmm. and is legal and you get to do and you get to be a part of giving this wonderful herb out to people, mm -hmm. right? And that's always the most positive thing, right, is being yeah. able to create something from the ground, a genetic that you know was fed well, that you know was given great love, that you know was given great attention, right? So how wonderful it is when it's done the joy of getting to try it. Well, and I, I'm, a, um, I'm always going to say this and make sure everybody knows is that cannabis is the cleanest commodity on earth. Um, yeah. There's and, nothing and, and why, held and to why, the standard. And why don't you actually explain that and explain how hemp and things actually regenerate the soils and stuff and, and I, take all the toxins essentially so a lot of us have i mean this year uh, we transitioned uh, one of our biggest farms to a regenerative farm um so we are building soil and explain and what that is to the layman and people like oh what what the what is she talking what's this regenerative <laughs> thing okay well i mean i'm i'm learning as well shout out to magic meadows farms um Chris, nice. Kristen has taught me a lot about regenerative farming so i always thank her for that i continue to learn um but regenerative farming is really people working with the land and closing the loop within your farm which means being sustainable um, and so that includes people, plants, animals, and all of the above within this micro, uh, micro climate and farm. And so this year we went straight into the soil, all organic matter, did a lot of soil analysis, testing, and things like that to figure out what we really needed as organic matter to make sure that we had the best uh, terped out cannabis in California. And explain and what 
a little bit, give it a, bit, a little bit of an education of uh, what is terpenes. Um, so ter- terpenes are, uh, they're very, um, I would say that terpenes are the taste and aromatics of cannabis, but they also have entourage effects. Um, to be honest, outdoor cannabis has the, the highest level of terpenes due to the um, the light spectrum. So it gets full sun. The sun has the you know highest light spectrum. So a lot of the outdoor cannabis has more taste, more flavor, um, higher terpene profiles, and terpene profiles and are being looked at more and more these days. Um, and we've noticed that they are very high in energy and creativity, um, sensual energy. Um, these things uh, may, I mean, in my experience, may increase um, creativity, uh, energy, and things like that. So we are definitely um, pheno hunting genetics with very high terpene profiles and making sure that our soils are uh, super dope to increase the terpene profile. And that, and that, and that makes it have more flavorful yes. buds. Mm-hmm. Not just smelling them as far as the odor, and that's what people also don't understand. It becomes what the taste is. Yeah, aromatics and the nose and the taste um, go hand in hand. Um, and I think that the experience you know, with the taste of cannabis is that's just like a huge component of cannabis. Like all of us as smokers and, you know, partakers of cannabis, it's like the taste is like the number one experience. Yeah. But a lot of people have been guided off of that. Yeah. It's, to just it's, be about, it's got this much THC. <laughs> it's got a bunch of it. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Forget about what flavors there it's is. It's been a right? crazy marketing it's like, scheme. It's, it's like kill is like yeah. trying to cr- you know crush something that those terpenes have medically healing properties. Yeah, and well, a lot of outdoor and uh, greenhouse cannabis also has more cannabinoids, um, and so that gives it a, a different type of high as well. Um, and also a lot of it, a lot of the product that I'm seeing in, in our facility, in our area and through our farm network, you know, we're pushing 20s to 30s um, on outdoor and, and greenhouse products. So, And that's, ex- that is for outdoor is very it exceptional. Is, it's it's exceptional. exceptional. Yeah, it's exceptional. Exceptional. And there's something to say about the ground, the soil, all the natural nutrients you know we, mm-hmm. we 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 talked a little bit about this you know why don't you tell a little bit about your feelings about it all um i i do believe that i mean i i believe in in cannabis i believe in people using it in all different types of ways it's a very versatile plant you know you can use it to support yourself you can use it medicinally you can use it to have fun you can use it. It's just so versatile and everybody's experience is just so different. Um, and for me, I, I even know some people, they don't smoke at all, but they grow it and they have like this relationship. With Absolutely. It, you know, so Absolutely. even then it's like you're having this relationship with a plant now. Because and, they also get to enjoy who they give it to. Yeah. 
how it helps them. And there's a community and then they connect with people yeah, through the plant. Sure. It's just so beautiful. And tell people uh, your feelings about uh, juicing the actual natural leaves and things. Okay, like, so I'm working would, on this like project where we're um, we're trying to offer the actual just the leaf inside of dispensaries. So like the and we're kind of doing some prototypes on what kind of packaging and you know it's like a fruit and vegetable. So there's preservation sure, issues, absolutely. you know, and things like that, but how would we do that? So we're working with like this chef out of Napa and she comes to the she came to my farm. She's kind of helping us with the execution of making sure that we can provide this to people because then we can get it if it's like a daily in your daily diet. Yeah. Like the actual cannabis plant. Yeah, exactly. You're not getting necessarily high. you won't get high. No, no, the, no, the not all, no, not from the juice, but you know, and there is very a shout out to Dr. Courtney who lived up there, who yeah. was one of the originators of talking about mm -hmm. juicing, not just the, the leaf, but the whole buds. Yeah, and you know? the whole buds would yeah. give you a you know a different type of psychoactive effect. But oh, sure. the actual leaf is very, very good for you. Um, it has a lot of different minerals and nutrients in it. Yeah, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, it's really, really good for you. And I mean, we don't, we don't that's something that we, we don't have in our regular diet. You yeah. know, that we could have, especially in Northern Cali. Absolutely. You know, it's accessible to us. It's just about how to get it to market, you know, and how to do that in a way that's compliant and um, affordable for people. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. And the problem is, is that you don't see all the dispensaries really getting crazy with having refrigerators yeah, and stuff like that. I mean, I think as the, the market grows, because there's more beverages and... Uh, ice creams and you know different edibles and things that need to be um and hopefully i'll have a a, a truffle soon oh. a truffle coming out soon oh that's a truffle <laughs> chocolate a chocolate truffle oh yeah. that's delicious I, know. I used to have macaroons out oh macaroons back in the day <laughs> those were fucking dope yeah really macaroons really good are fire oh super fire but uh our uh, our audio and also host assistant would die from macaroons and he has peanut allergies. So we don't ever have to bring it. You can't be careful about macaroons around the house, that's for sure. But uh, so family been doing it. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the, the companies you represent, what it yeah. is exactly you do. Go for it. Well, I am the owner and CEO of High Grade Supply Co. And we are a, we're, we're a procurement company. Um, where we basically um, manage a lot of supply in the north, um, mainly Mendocino County and Lake County. And we have, uh, in our farm network, we are considered a distribution company, um, but we're actually a procurement company. In our farm network, we have about 38 farms uh, that we represent. Yeah, so you actually help them with their genetics? Mm-hmm. So, and then as yeah. their crop finishes, you then take the product mm -hmm. and then help actually distribute and get rid of it for us. So it's Process, kind of distribute, and we do procurement. And uh, we are the head of procurement for a few very large cannabis brands in California. So they count on us to choose the product for them. And that's how we kind of transitioned into, okay, well, what do our brands need? 
Sure. And sure. And and what are some of the strains that you have coming out or have been distributing and things? Because okay. it's always dope for people to hear the various names that come out of different states. So why don't we rattle off a few? I mean, we're really, really big on the candy gases, the, you know, exotics with color. Um, we're highly known for that. We, you know, have definitely a huge menu of different candy gases, which includes runs, gelatos, all different kinds of gelatos. Um, and we're, we're seeing some, you know, avant-garde strains. Uh, we, we have some rainbow belts. We have, this week we had... Um, Dolce and Gabbana. So yeah. that, now, that's an interesting name because it's like, what does that actually correlate to? Mm -hmm. You know, that's a famous brand, it's very a famous high brand, end. Yeah. So, but if you had to describe the taste or yeah. what it really is, what would it be in your opinion? We just talked about that that strain today, and um, my team agreed that it is a more of a um, a fuely a fuely uh, aroma to it and it has a, like a sweet undertone as well so gas like with a little sweetness yeah with a little sweet in the end and um, we also are seeing some um, hash strains as well there's like this honey honey hash strain that's really, wow. really I, good. That sounds very good. Honey and yeah. hash. Yeah, it's like that a sounds honey like hash the, strain. That sounds like the right mixture yeah. for me. It's oh really God. good. And it's supposed to be one of the best. Um, really crystally. I mean, the heads on it. Because, I mean, that's how you know it's a really good hash strain is when there's like very large heads sure, sure, in sure. the trichomes. Yeah. Um, but it's supposed to be really good. Oh, another one is... Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I haven't seen it yet, but I will be seeing it next week. It's getting prepared for me, the Grape Fog. Okay. So that's... Now I know the Grape, maybe from Grape Ape. What's the Fog from? So I'm still studying this. It's from one of the newer breeders with uh, Conception Genetics. Okay. And, but I, I mean, I'm just... I remember a seed guy named Hog, right? Or something back in the day. I don't know. Maybe... I'm not sure. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to have... I mean, I'm, it's going through testing right now with the, the lab... But it's supposed to have 5% terpenes. Wow. That's like, I mean, unheard of for, you know, it's just a, it's crazy. You know, so the taste on it and even the plant when it was growing was like incredible. Wow. So I'm like so excited to see it next week. But wow. that's another one, a new one coming out that has never been brought to market before. Um, yeah. And then as an entrepreneur... Um, not only are you doing the licensing and things like that, but you're actually purchasing properties, right? Yeah. And you have a, uh, a club. Mm -hmm. Why don't we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so, um, you know, there was just a, a lack of places that we can hang, like we, we would like to chill. And I guess when I say we, it's like the cannabis community in, in general in Northern Cali. Um, you know, there's like a lot of big events and things like that and, you know, cannabis events. But what about like, you know, just like for the weekend? Social, like social get together. And I, yeah. And, and maybe just like go on a date. You know what I mean? We want to smoke a joint. Yeah. You know, we want to listen to music. Absolutely. There's just nowhere for that in Northern Cali. And where it's welcoming. Where it's welcoming. Yeah. And where it's celebrated. So and you created um, a club of where people of like-mindedness yeah. gather together. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it's called the Jade Club. Nice. And we are very, uh, it's a higher end. You know, we're doing some cannabis and wine tasting. Uh, we work with a couple private chefs, some really good musicians, um, very much more intimate, you know, less than 100 people. Um, we do, you know, we'll do private weekends for people and um, a lot of cool events. You get like a special box when you become a member. Okay. Yeah. And in that box, it's like, a, you know, a crystal ashtray, a piece of jade rock. You oh, have nice. A lot of like your really good utensils that you'll need and uh -huh. just like a really cool stash place for yourself. And um, all of our, all, everything that we also are associated with a delivery. So you can get private label brands that you cannot get in dispensaries. Um if you remember, and I think that, you know, as a true uh, cannabis, I would say professional. <laughs> and enthu an enthusiast. Yeah, an enthusiast. I love, I love weed, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm, when I go to the dispensary, it's, it's not the uh, experience that, that I really want. You know, I want to know a little bit more about where it comes from. I want to know a little bit more about, you know, who's providing it and, and how it's, and how it's provided to me. Sure. It's important. Sure. Um, so our delivery is definitely different. You know? and, and you um, not only work with patients in the herbal ways, mm -hmm. um, talk about your experiences with um, vibration and sound. We're talking about sound yeah. baths and things of that nature. Yeah, I think that that's well, really interesting. Yeah, I... Um, First off, I didn't know I was going to be, you know, doing what I'm doing now. So this is actually my second career. I grew up in the industry, did not know I was going to be in cannabis. And my first career, I actually went to, um, I have a master's degree to, you know, in psychology and social work with a, with a, a concentration in statistical research. So I was on my way to to just having a private practice as a therapist. And I became a professor at the college and I studied um, the art of helping people, you know, yeah, in, of course. in a lot of different ways. And I really took a liking to holistic health and wellness um, and different types of ways that I could connect with people to support them um, to be their best self. And um, I started studying sound therapy, you know, three years ago, three to four years ago, and brought that into my practice. And, and explain a little bit, what is sound therapy? So sound therapy is using like audio and vibrations to increase your vibration. Um, and a lot of people in therapy, there's no way to describe what, you know, your experience as a human being, because it's almost indescribable. So our language doesn't even have all of the verbiage to be able to describe what, describe you can, what oh, you're wow. doing, wow, to okay. process what you're doing, sure. to understand how to evolve from what you're doing. Wow. Um, so there's a, there's a barrier sometimes because we think that we're just going to go into a therapy session and talk. And sure. it's going to get better. Oh, okay, yeah, of you know, course. But uh -huh. sometimes that can't increase your vibration, but sound can because it travels forever. Oh. Um, and so if you bring in different tones that are a higher vibration or a different vibration than what you felt before, um, and then certain tones, they allow, give, it's a, like a brain massage. You know, okay. Certain yeah, tones. Yeah, sure, sure, Certain sure. tones allow yourself uh, to give you the space and time you yeah. need to relax. Okay. You know, and I thought that was so dope. And, and I would you say that there 
could be um, a sound that could increase highness or a frequency. <laughs> Do you think that I that think could, your be, voice like, could be increase, like, increases uh, my highness? Thank no. you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I love it. I do think that there's certain sounds. I think that I think that you can experience sound in a different way if you're using a sacred plant medicine like cannabis. Okay. Um, so I I've have a holistic health and wellness center across the street from my distribution center, which is interesting. Okay. But it's because I have a background in that, and so everything that I do is kind of geared towards this like wellness thing and. So, and if people were interested in these other subjects mm-hmm. that you have, um, how would they get to reach out to you or so participate? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we have our our wellness center in Lower Lake, California. Um, and, and do you want to give out the address for those <laughs> website? Whatever? You can hit me up on IG on cannabis dot estate. But nice. we have our grand opening in January. Um, okay. we've been doing just private events, um, private, you know different kind of ceremonial things and um, get togethers privately for the last year. And now we're kind of opening up um, to the public in January, but it's really a cool vibe and we do use some cannabis. um, And I think that it's really a, a gift to be able to use it in a really fun and cool way to evolve ourselves and have fun with it. And you were, you were mentioning to me, of all the buds you procure and smoke and this and everything I asked you if uh, you actually ever pay for bud and you're saying, uh, <laughs> let's give a shout out uh, to- Okay, uh, we'll give a shout out to Lumpies. Shout yes. out to Lumpies. Yeah, it's my favorite to smoke. And your favorite strain of the Lumpy strains? Um, let me think. So far, I think it's like the Cali Berry. Uh, I like the Bananimals. Oh, I love True Banana. I love the old school, real, you can smell the bag, banana smoke, banana. I like like their Cherry Jane too. That was like a really heavy high. Um, That's like if you want to go to sleep. Okay. Miss Cherry Jane will will, uh, give you a lullaby. Knock you out. (laughs) Yeah, so I really like, um, you know, they were the the creator of the apple fritter genetic. And I mean, they're just a really cool outfit and they're just weed is phenomenal. Just a really great smoke. Yeah, you know, a lot of the apple and this apple fritter, I, I, I don't think I've really tried too much of, uh, of these, of the apple ones, you know, I'd definitely be interested in trying it and see how, what it tastes. And I also, I'm interested in something like apple fritter, apple, scented apple taste do you find that a lot of times when it goes into a hash or oil it loses that terpene value or does it increase i would say it just depends on what type of concentrate it is i think that when you're doing like live rosins and things like that like nothing is lost um but when you you know start doing different types of manufacturing you know we are we're always extracting terps before it gets to those other concentrates so i've smelt the 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 terps from the apple fritters and um 
from a couple different Apple strains because we have a terpene vault as well. Sure. Um, and, and, well, and you can flex. You said one yeah, of the largest. Can, yeah, we have one of the largest cannabis-derived terpene vaults in California. In Cali. Yeah, so anybody who wants the real terps and high-quality terps for your brand or your carts or anything like that, you know who to call. Okay, so, again, for my stomers. <laughs> high-grade supply co. <laughs> and is, is it just literally high-grade supply co on... Oh, no, you said on Instagram it's Cannabis Estate. Oh, no, estate. yeah, I have two. So it's Cannabis.Estate. So cannabis you know, it's more like this personal page where I just kind of, I'm a weed, you know, I love weed, so I, I'll post whatever I'm doing. And then um, High Grade Supply is our actual... Um, Insta. Insta, yeah. So you can find us on there, and we talk a lot about our terps, and I know that a lot of people are looking for good terps that are not made with other botanicals that are completely 100% cannabis derived. It's really hard to find good quality terpenes. So now, are terpenes allowed to be shipped all over the world, or is that a gray area? Yeah, there's. A, I think there's a gray area on exports. Um, you know, it's like I've been asking, you know, our legal as well, like about it, and I've been kind of going talking to our compliance and things like that. So I think it's just new. It's new. Yeah, it's very new. It's new territory. Yeah. But new I, territory coming down the pike. Yeah, it really is. That is, that's amazing. And uh, any uh, any of your favorite, like, give me your top three that just come in your head, favorite flavors you like to smoke. I mean, I'm an exotic smoker, so I like gelatos. Um, I do... I would say the Cali Berry. I like gelatos. I like um, we talked more about fruity stuff, but I do sour like sour. Diesel. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say that. I was like, like wow. Uh, but we can't find it anywhere. So we, I'm we really sad and about had that. This conversation. I'm so sad. So we need to contact AJ. Nobody can bring me the real She's, sour. I know. I know. I know. And I, I've been, you know, really looking for it. You know, all of us have, and there's a few of us, our brands that really want it that. It was so strong on the East Coast. It for like 20 like years, you could go to beautiful. anyone and get diesel. Well, Everyone Mendocino. That and Purple Bud. It was like one or the other. Mendocino has always grew the, the best sours that oh, I've yeah, they've ever had. Oh, yeah, they've had great ones. Yeah, for sure. Had. You know, so amazing. I thought for sure this year I would be seeing it, and no, it's like that one genetic with that it's like fluffy and bright green, super crystalled out and just super fuely. Yeah, I just have not seen it, especially in bulk. Yeah, you know, and every time that they say they have it, you know, they'll bring it to me. I bring it, we're it's in our showroom, we have media, you know, we're taking pictures, making sure it's, it is what it is. Our team looks at it, and it's like. It's a sauerkraut, but it's usually a sour OG. Yeah. You know, it's it's a sauerkraut or it's a, some kind of glue that they're, you know, they want to say it's sour or something, but it's not like the true sour. Yeah. You know, the true sour diesel. I'm like, I can't, I haven't seen it for two years and I'm not going to lie. That's funny. That's funny. Any, uh, any shout outs you have to any friends and family out there? Oh, to my whole team back home. I love you guys so much and you know we're gonna rock it out for years to come you know we're very blessed thank you so much for having us here today absolutely give a one more time any social media handles and you got to spell it for my stoners out there <laughs> okay oh and lucho shout out to my partner lucho yeah lucho yeah um, yeah but it's high grade supply 
um, hi-gradesupply. Find us on IG, hit us up, let us know if you want to come through. Come check out the Jade Club as well. Absolutely. And they're going to be, like I said, in January, check out the physical location for the club. Yeah. And it'll be a great place to hang out. Thank you guys so much for checking out Hayes Radio Spotlight. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Let's get slow.